Grab your upics, man. On your way, in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to plotting and scheming. Then the fuck. Oh, I messed it up, man. <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, that perfect. Was so awesome. That was perfect. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> welcome everybody to the number one podcast itself, the Upics Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win. And as always, I'm joined by Thank Me Later on this wonderful March night, right before we hit April. How are we doing tonight? Oh man! After that opening, I couldn't be better. That was that was absolutely amazing. And if you didn't figure that out, that was Dizzy on the beat and uh, Mars Utah himself giving us the uh, theme song. Absolutely legendary. That is one for the books. Haven't done that one live too many times, so I blanked on my own lyrics. It's uh, <laughs> I I, I got to get the reps in on that one. I I guess so. I mean, you did pretty good all the way up to about the part when I usually fade you out anyway on the intro. So, yes, you did excellent. All right. Now, this is a uh, this is episode. Man, I'm blanking there. 53. 55? 53? Would we lose some episodes? No, we didn't lose some episodes. So we did 50. <laughs> oh, no, we're 55. You're right. I got Please. no clue what's going on. Because uh, I just B-Dag and T. Davis just did theirs this week, and that was episode 54. So you are right. This is episode 55. And for those of you listening, this is recorded on March 25th, 2021. And I did forget last week to spin the wheel. We got so distracted with with the pizza people. Mm -hmm. We're just moving on. Let's go. Spin that wheel. Outstanding. Yeah. So... (laughs) 53 this is episode 54 and we'll knock it right out of the way to spin the wheel since that's what everybody was waiting for for the three people who bothered to do the twitter thing you lazy now i did get some feedback on it um okay some of the newer listeners welcome all you new listeners we will get into a disclaimer soon here but we do have a lot of new listeners they said they felt kind of overwhelmed trying to go through 50 episodes to catch up yeah i told you you recurred it too much jeez i know i know i know i recurred it too much we got a lot of new people in the on the call tonight too i'm stoked absolutely excited we got live listeners got a lot of live listeners so We'll go for the grand prize. This is the uh, top shot. It's worth like $200,000 now, even though it's a common. Now it went down. It's it's still floating right around 100 bucks. Oh, 100 bucks? Yeah. Who are we giving 100 bucks to? Ryan 600. <laughs> Good job. Remove all instances. Yeah, all it right. just gets rid of Ryan 600. Bye, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. Um, and then for the one that's at the top, what <laughs> anyway, we'll just yeah. pretend that's not there. <laughs> and, uh, we'll just put together a collection pack for, uh, you lugger and, uh, Luke one. Uh, we'll, we'll bundle yeah. it. We got plenty of upland shirts to give away some NFTs. We got all kinds of good shit. So we'll definitely get you that. Uh, get us your wax addresses, Luke one and you lugger. 
and uh, we'll definitely Judd hook you up. Luger. What is that name? It sounds thick. Thick, like chewy thick? Thick, like Yud Luger. Like, it feels like a German loogie. Like, it sounds like ah, a lumberjack, and you just I need to, like... Yud Luger right here for you. Like, <laughs> I was thinking more about just a big wad of chew, and you're just like... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you country like that, though. How am I country like that? Chew? That's country. That's no, it's, so... it's military. I see. Military? Bro, that's the way to stay awake late at night. Put in a big fat chew and sit there and spit for your four or six hours of watch and do it yeah, all over yeah. again. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, my, my little brother, Air Force, he did start chewing when he was in the force, which is weird. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, if you guys want Upland t-shirts, definitely DM me, not thank me later. DM me. I'll get your address. I'll get you <laughs> yeah, your DM Upland you. shirts unless uh, you wear I mean, something. If you send me your address, I'll send you something. I'll get you something in the mail. <laughs> unless uh, unless uh, you wear a size other than large because for some reason that's all they sent to us were large shirts. Damn Europeans. I don't think, they know gamers here are a little bit more thick? I don't know. There's a lot of questions there. <laughs> yeah, don't try and unpack that too much. <laughs> so, anyway, before we get too deep into this episode, we will give you the disclaimer for it. The views, information, and opinions expressed on the Epics podcast are solely those of myself, Thank Me Later, T. Davis, B. Dag, any other guests of the podcast, or individuals that crash the podcast, and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of Upland Me Inc. We are not employed by or provided insider information by the Upland team. All discussions about property to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. Done. There you go. Yeah. We are going to give some property advice. We are going to tell you what's hot in the market in our opinions, but we're only two guys. I mean, we are very informed and actively play this game on a daily basis and have been doing so for a very long time. So I would think our advice is pretty solid. So, but Absolutely. That's why we're here each and every week for 54 episodes. Right? So do we want to jump in? What, what's the plan? What are we jumping into? What, so, where, where do you want to start? So we'll jump into the numbers really quickly here. We do the numbers? We'll do the numbers, and then we'll get to your favorite part. And Ryan600 needs to get in line for a Top Shot account so he can claim his Top Shot prize because he does Ryan, not have Ryan, you don't even one. have a Top Shot account? Bro. <laughs> bro, bro. Yeah. No, did, did I win? You yeah, won. Yeah, you won. You oh, just missed it. Well, I guess I need to get a Top Shot app, uh, account. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was only you and two other people, so you had a pretty damn good shot. So <laughs> You're always cutting somebody down. <laughs> I gotta, like, I don't want you to feel like you want, like, don't go out and buy a lottery ticket. I mean, you you rolled a three-sided dice and won. Like, it's not, don't write your mom about it. Although it was 100 bucks, like a $100 card, so that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. So we'll get that to you once you get a Top Shot account. So, and here all we... right, let's pull up the let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Where are them numbers? We'll get those numbers coming Is that to you. The remnants of some sort of music that you were trying to play for the intro. Yeah, it's there most episodes when I remember to push the button. Oh boy. We do need a producer or somebody to edit it after we're done recording and uh, post it for us. 
just don't have the time. So on DAP radar, we've already declared that 24-hour usage is uh, useless. So we're looking at the seven-day. Seven-day. Look at that. Look at that number. 37,000. Whew. A week. Like yeah. That's a week. That's pretty good. What that tells me is there's more UPEX podcast listeners out there, and we need to reach that audience. I mean, that's true. What's our 30-day? Oh, damn. I was like, how the f- I thought we lost 45%. No, we gained 53. Dang. Yeah, doing doing Yay. well. Uh, there was that article in Forbes that was really well written, and that had a couple of different NFT projects in it, and Upland was featured. There was one in the Wall Street Journal, but I was too cheap to pay for the Wall Street Journal just to read one article. So I don't know if they included uh, Upland in that article or not. We coming for you, Galaxy Blocks. Yeah, but that's just a bunch of kids playing it, not knowing they're on blockchain. I don't care. You don't think I'll dunk on a kid? You're crazy. I will dunk on a kid. On a kid's basketball hoop, to say the least, too. So Yeah, in a, in a bouncy pit. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> I will wreck your child. Do not invite me to a birthday party. So They will cry. All right, numbers. Yeah. So that that that's the question. Who gets child services called on them first, you or me? <laughs> I mean, it'd be awkward considering I don't have any kids. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. We uh we had a vehicle with a third row seat, and we always referred to the back part as the trunk. And they asked her in preschool, "What's her favorite thing to do?" And she said, "Ride in the trunk." I'm like, nice. <laughs> "That's not good." I had to explain that it was the third row seat and we'd pop them up when we got more people. And yeah, I'm like, child services is coming. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. They'd take one or two. You wouldn't even notice. I'm like, wait, which? I only got four. Which? So that's 50%. So I, I'd notice. Okay, may- maybe one though. I feel like one, you'd be like, I feel like we should be feeding something else. But <laughs> No, you definitely know when one's missing, they go spend the night at a relative's house. So, Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Statistics is uh, we have 1,355 properties bought through offers this week. That's pretty solid. Yeah, offers is always an interesting number. It, and, I mean, what this tells you is that most of the business, like if you're going to sell a property, you're probably not going to, like you can go shill it. But if it's not up at the market for a reasonable price, like 90% is going to be bought off the market where only 10% is going to be done off the market. Like, so that's, you know, that's what I would take away from those numbers is like, put your things up there, uh, make sure they're priced correctly because 90% of the deals going through are going to be right off the market. So if you're going to, you know, shill something, yeah. make sure that it's priced at what you want to sell it for. So now, now you're confused there. Property through offers, that's somebody making an offer on somebody's property. Yeah, no, that's what I oh, just okay. said. I thought you said but you were property, posting it. But yeah, no, no, no. When you post it for listing. Right. So like if you're going to go shill it, and be yeah. like, hey, I have a property for sale for ten thousand. Make sure right. that it's actually for sale for ten thousand. Don't have it right. for sale for thirty thousand, and then expect somebody to make an offer on it. Right. Like, make sure that your properties are priced where you want to sell them, because that's where ninety percent of the yeah. stuff is going. Gotcha. Never yeah. mind. I missed it. I was looking ahead. So, eighteen thousand two hundred fifty-four <laughs> properties bought from listings. Uh, so. 
some of these numbers coming up are just silly. Absolutely. 80,000 properties were minted in the past week. 80,008. I love that it's a palindrome. That makes me happy. Yeah. 80,008. Could that have anything to do with sunset? That had everything to do with, well, actually, no. I mean, there was only, what, like 5,000? No, there was more than 5,000. Maybe six. It wasn't 80. No, there wasn't 80, but... Hell, you guys are crazy. No, but yeah, I mean, I think that we had a couple big whales, I mean, come in, and I think like that had a lot to do with it. Sunset, uh, sellout sunset, sunset sellout, however you want to say it, definitely impacted. So for those who don't know, uh, we started a little campaign, which was just fun, um, hashtag sunset sellout. It's the last like neighborhood collection in San Francisco, uh, which was pretty cool. And, um, so we, we were like, yeah, let's, let's get some people to buy some properties. I was buying properties there. Poor dragon goat. Oh, kind of broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> that was his like little, uh, secret. Yeah. He was just like every month, just collecting his interest and buying a property or two here and there. He would sell something. He'd go buy a couple more sunsets. Like he was making his own little retirement community. And then we come in with bulldozers and just crush his dreams. And then, you know, he was the number one, like King Goopa at almost a thousand properties. And I was like, man, well, at least that's secure. Nope. DJ shorts. What? DJ MF and shorts comes in. Like his name is Miley Cyrus on a GD wrecking ball and uh, drops some absurd amount of money. Like, what are we looking at? 20 million up? He could have <laughs> bought, he could have bought Coit Tower. He could have, he could have almost bought uh, Grand Central Station. This dude just goes ham on uh, Sunset. 1,855 properties. Um, over 21 million, almost 22, almost 22 million, million OPEX worth of property in the sunset, outer sunset of San Francisco. I honestly, I love this play. <laughs> I, I think it is absolutely, um, an amazing play by him. Um, he came in, you know, he established himself very hardcore. I think, there is thousands of owners inside of, of Sunset. It's a set collection. So even if the community side of it doesn't pick up, like it's a collection that you get a chip for in San Francisco. And honestly, like it sounds kind of weird, but the blue chips are more rare than the purple chips. They're actually more rare than the orange chips at this point. Like, Absolutely. There's nothing, like it's kind of a weird thing to think for collectors who are trying to get the chips up, they need that sunset and they'll probably pay a pretty good penny to get in just to get that blue chip. Like, because they're not that common. Like you have the easy ones, but then the last couple are kind of, they're going to get hard to get now. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. So what we're looking at here, what's this sorted on? So right now we're sorted on property value net worth. Up X. Yeah. No shocker. Dizzy. But DJ Shorts, as will probably be mentioned several times on this podcast, and I think is going to be a guest at some point, right? Yes, he will be on. He has some things to set up, but he will be a guest here shortly on the podcast. He is a listener, and uh, he thinks we're hilarious. So, yeah, this dude, 
66,000 <laughs> yes. already? Yes, he went ham. Oh, man. Boy, what amazing. I, I love it. I and I mean, like, yeah, you could come in and drop it on a couple properties. Like, dang, that's just crazy. And I don't know. I, I think he's probably going to slow down for a little bit, but whew, that's a way to just come in. I know he bought... He bought some inaugural. I think he brought an inaugural set. You're going to pull up his stats here, aren't you? Yeah. What are you taking screenshots of one Lorraine Court? You get you doing a little uh, self satisfaction to to your uh, your properties there. Yeah. I, I had the uh, I had the background of the Ghostbusters apartment building for a while. Oh, so I just is wanted... that what's in your is that what's in your Zoom background now? Yeah. Oh well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, there you go. So I can't wait to. See, I wonder what his uh, his explorer is going to be. Executive eleven collections. What collections does he get? So he has Height Hate Street, Newbie, San Fran, King and Street, City Pro, Mission District, Market Street, Lombard, Sunset, Inaugural, Sea Cliff. Wow, lumbar market like those were not cheap to get into. No, no, like I mean, I know you know he offered me. He did buy one property from me. Um, he was looking at my Lombard. I just I have the largest Lombard um, property, and I just I just couldn't quite give it up. Oh, those are the mint prices. It doesn't say. Oh, hold on. I know where to go. That's where are you. Where are you gonna go? Yeah, if it ever lets me get back up, share screen's messing with me. Transactions. Now we're putting DJ. So to be fair, like so we're we're browsing because those who are probably just listening to this podcast, we got. Um, we're up on UpX World going through stats. You can pull up a user. You can see their transactions. Um, you can see what they paid for different things. So, and like he was buying stuff. Like I know he was just outright buying. So we could see here uh, Waterfront. Oh, actually, I was looking at that one, the two million one from Z. Z Hadog has been Yan, he's been Holly selling Park some high uh, high end properties lately and getting some good cash ins. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, that Sunnydale one, I was actually just looking at that. He minted it for 400000 It's a beautiful property. It's actually huge. I was, I was a little jealous on that one. He's Oh, actually, he's bought a couple of the big... Uh, yeah. A couple of the big ones left, which is interesting, because now I wonder, like, what's the most expensive properties left in San Francisco? I mean... Because those were big. Like, that was a crazy one buy One Jones right there. Street... One Jones Street. <laughs> Damn you. Outer Sunset. How much did you buy that Outer Sunset? That was a thousand X markup. Who the hell did... No, that's almost ten thousand X markup. Ten thousand oh, boy. Hey, you know what? It it all helps the economy. Like those people hopefully will reinvest into some cool stuff. Boy oh boy. Yeah, he... He did go ham, and we'll get uh we'll get insight into his uh his thought process of all this and how he got into Upland. Wait, what did he buy from you? 
He you bought, got some money off of him, babe. You. Yeah, I, I feel bad. I mean, I only got four hundred. I only had it marked up for four hundred and forty-five percent. Yeah, man, you could have got more. Yeah. So he was a big jumper. All he, right. He jumps oh, into TJ Shorts. He's number yeah. three overall. He wasn't messing around. No. Yeah. Absolute huge, huge splash, huge whale. Love to see it. Can't wait to talk to him more. Cool. Uh, oh, yeah. No shocker here. Fu Manku. Yes. The Coit Tower. Uh, proud owner. Such, such an amazing property. I can't wait to see. I mean, I think, again, it's going to be absolutely like an iconic landscape piece. I think they're going to do it big, especially dropping that much. $22,000 on that property. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Yeah, that is uh very exciting. We'll talk a little more about those three, uh, auctions that went down. Now, look at that. You remember when we were talking about just being in the million, two million up X to crack the top 100, you need 8.4 million up X now to crack the top hundred. Wow. That escalated quickly. It did. I, That's crazy. Maybe we need MG to do, uh, give him all the data and he can make a cool video of the top 100 entry price or something. Oh yeah. The, the, uh, the bottom of the top 100. Yeah. TM still, uh, that would... leading the charge, but DJ shorts once Mad again, Man. went ham came in at number three with 2,951 <laughs> properties. That's he, crazy. He passed got almost 3,000 properties. Yeah, he did in a day. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, I, I love it. I'm, I'm stoked. I think we're going to see more and more players like that. And the thing is, he got in on San Francisco in a big way. That's going to be a huge differentiator between him and anybody else that's going to come in. There is 15% or less of San Francisco left to mint. And once it's minted, it's minted. Ain't nobody coming in and being able to drop 66 million and catch up. Like it's just not going to happen. Not in San Francisco. You'll have to go to um, a second tier market. Yeah, that will be a pretty exciting. And, and San Francisco is not far from selling out. No, it's not. I think uh, this morning it was 15%. And, like, it's crazy because it's been pretty steady. And then all of a sudden, like, there was just some crazy activity. Like, you can see the chart just dip. Like, it's been – it's had – if you look over the past, like, I don't know how long that is, what, six months, it's fairly consistent. And then all of a sudden, I'm going to go ahead and and credit the sunset salad of just people realize – well – I can't take the full credit for the operation because I think also people are starting to realize property developments around the corner. The eyes are going to be back on San Francisco. If you want to build a property, you better own property in San Francisco or Fresno. And people are realizing San Francisco is a tier one city. Like it's the Genesis city. It's going to get all the features first. Like you want to own some property there, even if it's just a couple properties. Make sure you own property in San Francisco. I'm telling you. 
And I know DJ Shorts has your heart because he just went ham basically in San Francisco. I mean, he picked stuff up all over the place, but yeah, he went yeah. ham mostly in San Francisco. And that's a smart from a gamer standpoint and a collector standpoint with San Francisco being the original city. And that's the great thing about Upland is you can make a case for any way that you want to play the game the majority of the time and be right. Some people, yeah, just can't help. Yeah, you can't fix stupid. Is that? I guess that's a little offensive to you. A little. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, I'm not going to argue that New York is is a hot market. Manhattan specifically is hot. If you can get one of the collections, the problem was like they had all those hidden collections. I'll be honest, I'm liquidating anything that's not in a collection out of Manhattan or like a super cool property. But I, I go. The, the next, I mean, if you think about the cycles, the hype cycles that are going to be created, um, there's limited hype that's going to ever be back to Manhattan. It's, it's going to be in the trail of, so property development in San Francisco, then probably more city openings, either the tier two of uh, San Francisco, which is currently missing, or the starter city in New York, which is currently missing. Um, and then possibly, uh, you know, an overseas city opening. But the actual Manhattan, like, okay, until there's property development in Manhattan, which isn't even on the roadmap right now, like, it'll be some point. It'll be quicker um, than you think. You reckon? Yeah, they're, they're, I think they're buying into this East Coast, West Coast, Biggie Tupac thing. That's possible. I, and maybe, and maybe property development does come quicker. Um, but businesses, cars, every time that there's a new feature, the focus is always going to be back to San Francisco. Like, that's why I go, I don't, personally, I hate both cities in real life. They're both dirty and full of way too many damn people. I, I don't like any of them. Like, so, I'm, it's not about my love of San Francisco. I hate San Francisco in real life. Sorry I, if you live there. I, I know you're all about it because it's the original, the city, it, everything's going to go there. But you have, I no, mean. You, but you, it, it's it's the gaming perspective. I could care yeah. less that it's a, like, but, I call it the Genesis City because I think that sounds cool. But if they got were the going to say that they're going to launch all features. Well, I wasn't going to bring that up until later. You know, about, you know, when we talk about the most valuable properties again. But no, the thing is, if they said that they were going to drop all features to all cities at the same time, then I would see a much bigger argument for a city like New York. I would see a much bigger argument for a city like London or Paris. But the thing is, San Francisco, they're going to launch all the features there. So That's I right. go, as a gamer, gamers are going to want the new shit. Absolutely. I'm not gonna want. I'm gonna want to race a a car, and if I can't race a car in New York, I'm gonna want to do it in San Francisco, and I'm gonna want to run a business, and I'm gonna want to do these things before anybody else on the market. So, but you're also seeing that to me, it's all about the game. You're also seeing, and yeah, the both. and the game's also seeing the the divide in East Coast West Coast. The amount of time some players spend in each place, and I, I've fly. I'm been hanging out more since I have a thousand properties in San Francisco, I've been hanging out more East coast developing my, uh, UPEX and buying more properties there, but you, you're going to see two hubs develop at once. I, I think you're going to, as soon as they stabilize new developments in San Francisco, 
within a few months, it's going to be in New York just because of how active and how, how people are going to pick their coast that they want to be on to start. Okay. So I'll, I'll ask you this. So if they were going to let's, and I, I'm a, all about comp- competition too, because I would love to see a city versus city, New York versus San Fran, like the originals, like, like that would be cool. If you were going to pick, like if they were going to release all the features simultaneously to both cities, say East coast, West coast, like that's going to be the new norm, which city, like where would you put your flag in the ground to be like, I'm East coast, I'm West coast. Depending on what, because you know, it. I, no, I, don't sit on the fence. I, I'm not going to fence it. Make me. I'm not going to fence it. I give just, me an answer. Give me an answer. Because, you know, I got my heart in Alamo Square, but my other heart's in the financial district of New York. Oh, you're a little. I, I'm not a fence sitter. It's a, you you got to define what we're so doing. Pick one. East Coast or West Coast. But what are we doing? Loyalty. Pick. Loyalty to line my pockets to make me an upland millionaire along with the top shot millionaire. Sure. Whatever your motivation is. If it's, if it's a gaming perspective, San Francisco all the way, if it's lining my pockets, it's New York. See, look, maybe you should run for Senate. You little waffle moon maker. (laughs) My God. That was unbelievable. I'm more in San Francisco. And as you said, all the cool, you know, we don't even want you there anymore. Go back to New York. (laughs) <laughs> I'm staying yeah, there. You stay out of. We got enough turds on the streets in San Francisco, <laughs> and that's where I belong. In San Francisco, there's feces sure. all over those streets there. So I just, and I'm still trying to get them to change my trail to brown. Yeah, that would be great if you could select your own color for Dude, your there's trail. There's so much little things that they could do to customize. Like, uh, what's the what's the little car game where you play soccer? What's that? Um, crap it's just you know you drive the little cars and it kicks the soccer ball around what that's every every come on you got kids what the hell's the name of that game i don't know i play it with my nephew i can't think of it um yeah i know you can't see other people's trails it's not about other people it's for yourself absolutely but, uh, it's for yourself uh, and it's for videos a, if i make a video you can see my brown well, trail true. yeah see you video so, like, being able to customize your trail, we definitely need more, you know, backgrounds and cool stuff. But all of that is, I, I hope, coming at some point. Rocket League. There he is. Yeah, my kids don't play that yet. with it. That's what I'm talking about, Rocket League. I don't know how you say your name, so I'm going to call you Ostre. Oestra. I feel like you're one of those, like, medical, like chemically created oils that gives you diarrhea. <laughs> That's what your name reminds me of. Wow. Oh, that's a Lestra. That's a Lestra. Oh, Lestra. Jesus. Mm. Did you just make him leave? Oh. I think you just I, made him leave. He did. I think he left. Wow. Wow. Put that in the highlight reel. Well, that's not nice. <laughs> Come on. You just, I, can't, you just... I, can't, I can't imagine that he left because of that. He probably had a network connection drop. Keep telling yourself that to make you feel better. Well, whatever. We read the disclaimer. You're here at your own risk. Yeah, I didn't read the hurt feelings part this time. Oh, you didn't? I didn't. Well, Olestra, if you're listening, that's uh, <laughs> got nothing. Got nothing. Yeah, solid joke. Solid Thank joke. You, so, uh, 
Go, you know what, Alestra, if you have a problem with my poo joke, bring it up to Too Stupid. Who's actually poo? I'm poo, man. Absolutely <laughs> I'm poo. I'm poo, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Gotta love the live. Uh, gotta love yeah, the if you aren't, If you aren't live, you miss the pre-show, you miss the post-show, you miss the absolute shenanigans in chat. Oh, this is what it's all about. Yeah. And I think sooner or later we need to uh, monetize it. But anyway. Get out of here. Boo. <laughs> it says Boo. the guy that monetizes everything. You, you, you greedy <laughs> You greedy pig. Get out of here. The guy that monetizes the fan server. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. So we need to get into the hot topic. I know you've just been waiting to discuss for weeks now. I'm already wound up. You already got me all wound up. Alestra dumped me and now I'm feeling hurt and a bit gassy. Uh, So go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm glad you're feeling a little bit hurt that you just made somebody like straight up leave. You're like, your name makes people have diarrhea. That was horrible. So is Upex a cryptocurrency? There's a lot of places. So, first, yes or no? Thank me later. Is Upex a cryptocurrency? Uh, technically, no. Just yes or no. Your opinion, your thoughts. Yes or no? Well, no. What? No. I'm gonna pull. You're, I'm gonna you're, pull you're a waffle on, maker. You're on no, the no, stand no. right now. You're Is on. it a cryptocurrency? By textbook definition, yes. It is technically a cryptocurrency. You can't, you can't technically deny it. And we have a ton of analogies here. I like the one, and I think TM gave me more to this, but I, I'll fuck it up. I'll mess it up. Uh, that calling UpEx a cryptocurrency to me is like when somebody corrects you about a tomato being a fruit. Like, that's what pisses me off. If it goes tomato a fruit or a vegetable. And it's a technically it's a fruit, but and I, so what's it? Knowledge is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put it in a fruit salad. Like, come on, guys. Like, yes, technically it is. But when you tell the average person, oh, it's a cryptocurrency, it'd be the same thing of telling somebody who doesn't know what a tomato is that says, oh, it's a fruit. They're gonna be like, ooh, I love fruit, and they're gonna take a bite of it and be like, this is not a damn fruit. Like, it's the same thing. Upex is technically a cryptocurrency by Webster's def- definition, but it doesn't function like a cryptocurrency at all. It's not intended to be a cryptocurrency. It happens to have that label because of, of the way it's set up and established on a blockchain. But the reality is that it's an in-game token that just happens to be tracked on a blockchain. That's it. But here, here here's a point to support your, your argument to it, because... By definition, you know, it is a cryptocurrency, but to the average person, it's not a cryptocurrency. But if you go to Investopedia, it says a defining feature of cryptocurrency is that they are generally not issued by any central authority, rendering them theoretically immune to governance, interference, or manipulation. But the central authority that issues UPEX is Upland. Yes, and I mean, they obviously want to get away from that. And I mean... right. And again, that's a generalization. So, I mean, I don't know. 
um, how like like that has to be it. But yeah, I, I would say um, again, yeah, we got a lot of good things happening in chat. Like uh, Upex is a placeholder for properties. Eh, it's more than that. The average person doesn't know what cryptocurrency is. Agreed. Um, and there can be centralized cryptocurrency yet. So again, here's the thing. Like because if you I look, know, what God? If you look at their white paper, they say that Upex is a fungible token in the EOS mainnet, and it can be bought in the Upland store with fiat currency via third-party providers. Purchasing of Upex with cryptocurrency is planned in the near future. And this is from their white paper before that happened, and now you can purchase it for uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. So, I mean, again, but it's a one-way, it's a one-way transaction. It's just like buying, if you play any game, it's like buying the premium currency. Like, I don't understand why it's got to be more difficult than that. Like, honestly, like, do you own a game? Do you play Candy Crush? Do you buy gems in Candy Crush? Do you buy gold in Clash of Clans, whatever it is? Like, it's the same thing. Like, it's not worth anything. The Upex isn't worth anything. Like it's literally Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Like, so I don't know. Like to me, like that's the end of the discussion. It's just, they're Chuck E. Cheese tokens. They're not worth anything. Chuck E. Cheese tokens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sorry, I'm I'm like half distracted because my dog, who is allergic to chicken. Just had a massive chicken bone. I don't know where the hell he got it from. The garbage. And I'm like, you're probably dead now. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. So, and that's the other thing is it. it's an UPEX is worth $1 equals 1,000 UPEX. The dollar fluctuates, UPEX doesn't. You know, cryptocurrencies fluctuate, UPEX doesn't. Yeah, so... I really hope that they, they never change that. I hope that they keep it steady as far as the cost of buying um, UPEX. I hope that they never allow it to be sold um, or traded on any market. It keeps it simpler. Like, uh, we don't need it. Like, it's, cr- it's designed to be the currency used inside the game. That's it. It's very simple. You can use it to buy NFTs. You can use it to buy other things. You can use it to... Um, pay for contests or to use cents. Like there's a bunch of things that you can spend it on, but it's an in-game currency. So I don't want to have to deal with another complex anything. It's an in-game currency, just like any other gaming like token. And Chuck E. Cheese does have a good resale value on the birthday market. I hear. <laughs> no, you're out. Get out. <laughs> go, you <laughs> and Alestra can go throw yourselves a party. I didn't say that. I'm just reading comments from chat. And, from dot, uh, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Hey, and then somebody's also telling you to chuck Chuck E. Cheese tokens at the kids. Ooh, okay. Well, that's that's got some value. I agree with that. See, so Chuck E. Cheese tokens are already more valuable than Upex. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I never used a discount coupon at Upex. Is it still possible to make bulk purchase using a discount code? There's never been a discount code um, on Upex that I know of. The Other only than thing the sign-up bonus. bonus. 
the, the, the referral. referral bonus. Yeah. And that's that's the other misconception misconception around Upex um, is where Upland makes their money. You know, when you buy Upex, Upland makes their money. When you sell for Fiat, Upland makes their money. But all the airplane flights, uh, the five percent of the property sales, that just keeps going back into the um, keeps going back I mean, into the pool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, because they have, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Because they do have two pools. You have the community pool and the upland pool, and it's split right down the middle at 50 billion up X a piece. And, uh, the community pools minted to run and sustain the economy. And then you have the upland pool and that's been allocated for selling the up X for Fiat and, two players itself. So they maintain their pools to keep uh liquidity in Upex. Yeah. Oh, Santa Claus is dot dot dot. Oh, Santa Claus. How convenient. Uh yeah, so I don't know. Like I I I can't go in circles anymore with people on it. Like it is technically a cryptocurrency, technically, but to the and then there's player? this whole like, is that misguiding people to tell them? I would never tell somebody it's not a cryptocurrency. Can you like, sell it for what's its partner that you can sell it for? I mean, that's, I don't know that that necessarily defines a cryptocurrency. I know. Just, I'm just so. I mean, it is tracked on the chain, etc., but it's not it's not fair to the average person to call it cryptocurrency. So I won't call it cryptocurrency. If somebody outright asks me, is it cryptocurrency? I am, I feel obligated to, to go technically. Yes, it is. However, it's not like you're thinking because when people hear crypto, they think Bitcoin. Like if you're not in the crypto space and you hear cryptocurrency, the first thing you think of is Bitcoin. Like that's it. You're like, you're not even going to, maybe, you know, Ethereum, Arguably, you know Dogecoin before you know Ethereum for the average person outside of crypto. Like, they they will know that. So and where's like, your B fall? Oh, B is a whole different thing. Um, but yeah, like, it's like, okay, it's not. It's an in-game currency. It's an in-game token. Don't think of it as anything more than that, um, especially not right now. Like, there's no reason to. Like, it's only going to confuse things, especially since there is something called UPX on, that's tradable on markets. Like, somebody's like, how do I connect my wallet to get this UPX? I'm like, dude, I hope you didn't spend a lot on that because that's garbage. <laughs> I mean, you're breaking people's mental models right now. You know this, right? I mean, I am a revolutionary. And, and for a person that was so, it is not, it is not, it is not to... And I was so excited to watch you ramp up on this one. And, uh, but it's not like it is like, I'm not like, it's a whole, like people are going to fight me. Oh, Upland is, it's not just a game. Okay. It is a game. No, UpX is a cryptocurrency. Upland is a game. Okay. There's caveats to that. It's not really a cryptocurrency and it's not just a game. So I think everyone 
needs to pull their heads out of their asses and come to a realization that we need to figure out how to make this mass market and not just for crypto people. So it's a game with benefits. Hey, yeah, exactly. Hey, Blue Waffle. I'm glad it's summertime so you can get your flip-flops on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Again, it is a game. It's under DAP Radar as a game. Anyone who calls it not a game is full of shit. Like, <laughs> like that's just it. Like, I'm sorry. If you're like, I'll play it's not a game. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's classified as a game. Now, if you want to put your life savings into it, I mean, go for it. I mean, you could go and invest in bingo cards like that, I guess. It's the same concept. Not really, but uh, an expensive game. Yeah, there's a lot of expensive games. Do you have any idea Absolutely. how much people spend on Clash of Clans a month to be top on that? Like, this isn't new, especially not in the mobile world. People drop thousands of dollars a month on mobile games. Like with, with no return. It's just amazing. Yeah. With that, and that's the thing, like the people who are in here now, y'all are pretty damn smart. You got your finger on the pulse. You're getting in on the ground level of being able to own parts of this game, which means that when it goes mass market and there's things like racing and decor shops and people can spend real money to buy avatars for themselves, you're going to profit off of that. Do you not get that? Because those people aren't don't care if they could ever fiat out. They just excuse me, they just want to play the cool new game. And once Upland becomes a cool new game, then they're going to buy crap from you guys. They're going to want to rent your house because they're not going to they don't care to buy it. So they're going to go rent your mansion that you've built and decked out with cool stuff. And like that's the benefit. That's of being now, you're going to have a like I like the GTA reference. Like, imagine you owned the shops in, in Grand Theft Auto. Imagine you owned the garages and the hotels and the places that the, the gamers came and rented. They don't care that they're just giving you money because they want the cool stuff. They want to be able to show it off to their friends. And you'll be able to profit from that. That's the beauty of it. I mean, Oh, yeah. Pokemon Go, tell me about it. Ugh, PUBG so Mo- look, PUBG Mobile grossed $250 million in February this year, and that's less than what it grossed in January of this year of $259 million U.S. million. So basically, in January and February, PUBG Mobile made half a billion dollars. Yeah, that's crazy. And 66% of it comes from China. Oh, yeah. And again, I think that that's going to play largely into why we see um, the Asian market open up next. Yeah. So, in honor of Kings, uh, grossed $218.5 million in February. Yeah. No, again, it's, I mean, the gaming industry is a billion dollar industry. And when you talk about the scope of who's available, and this is why, like, you're, you're selling the same thing inside the crypto world, there's, there's only a limited number of people that are there right now. So you're recycling content and it becomes this kind of like echo chamber of value. And yeah, like, Oh, I've been on super rare recently and like the people there have art and they're trading it for all this F and like I was. Yeah. It's just talking to some artists. They didn't yourself was selling for like $20,000 now. 
because they're just like trading F because it's like, oh, a couple F here, a couple F there. ETH, F, I always mix it up. I don't care. Don't don't tag me and tell me how to pronounce it. I'm going to call it F because that's what feels right to me. Um, I mean, you can't tell him to, how to pronounce things. Listen to how he pronounces names each week. I mean, that's my superpower. What can you do with wax? I mean, there's a lot you can do with wax. It, it's just your personal preference and pain tolerance. <laughs> wow wow that, all right that that, that, chat, was, that, that chat got Nishan. me <laughs> that's that's for nisha right there i was like yeah not, not even gonna go there um so it, yeah wax is i mean that's uh wax is great but again i'm like mad that i didn't buy wax at two and a half cents now it's up into the 20 cents uh, almost a quarter yeah no. The f- your, your dog doing okay there? Choking on a chicken bone? chicken! <laughs> Where the fuck is he getting this chicken from? That's a whole chicken wing. Like a whole goddamn chicken wing. That means he's in the garbage. Where the fuck is he? How well, do you get hey, the- why are you throwing chicken wings in the garbage? They were old, which I, is even worse. Okay, why do you have old chicken wings? None of this makes sense. <laughs> hey, Kami. Kami, thank me later. Kami. What? You're a commie. Commie? I gotta, I get, I'll be back in five minutes. Uh, Mars, take over. Tell him about stuff. <laughs> yeah, let, let's bring Mars on and we'll talk yeah, about metaphors comics. I gotta go. He's gotta go sh- check it out a dog. Kill my dog. <laughs> you there, Mars? There I'm we here. go. All right. So tell us about metaphors comics. You got a drop coming on May 1st on Wax. Yeah, so uh, we're getting ready to roll. Uh, it's coming out, like you said, May 1st. Uh, we've got uh, the first promotional stickers dropping on our Twitter, so go check out uh, Metaphors Comics. And uh, we're going to have a lot of promotions. I believe uh, Recurrier has a drop set up for us on Saturday as well. Um, but, uh, you know, we got the uh, the team with Left House, uh, T. Davis is involved as well, and then uh, my Red Planet partner, ADK Original. And uh, we are starting with a uh, collectible trading card series, but it is uh, going to be a recurring actual comic book with a, with a story. So where would the inspiration for this come from? It is uh, kind of loosely based on the concepts of Upland. I don't want to give too much of the uh, story away. There was a, a Medium article that, that let in some of the story. But uh, it is going to involve, uh, you know, this Upland crew of uh, Mixed Click is, uh, is one of the, the champions we're called. We have the, so there's Mars Utah, Left House, Recurrier, T. Davis, and Mixed Click. And uh, they're, they're officially the Metaphors. And uh, it is... A little, little loosely based on the building structure. So uh, each character is going to have a, a special item. We'll say they're called altars that uh, that they create and uh, get their superpowers from. Without spoiling too much of the story here, I could always be a reoccurring villain. Oh, I think uh, I think as we travel through protecting all the metaverses, that uh, a, a lot of you, a lot of your ugly mugs will show up here. No, well, uh, <laughs> we we plan plan to travel around. You know, there's so much popping up in the wax world and all these different communities, and uh, you know, there's always scam artists out there and all these uh, wax 
cartels trying to kill these communities. So we had to wrangle up the metaphors to keep things under control and protect everybody. I like it. Really looking forward to the project. Uh, can't wait for the. So is it going to be a comic book or a graphic novel? Uh, it's going to be a comic book. Uh, we will have some promotional pieces that come out where they will uh, read kind of like a story with some of the backstory. But this uh, this first release is going to actually be a card set um, with a burn mechanic that we've thought about for a really long time to make it function with the story instead of just let's get a get some NFTs and burn them to get one that is more rare. Um, we're actually it's it's going to work right along with the storyline the way that you can burn things and create cards. So the uh, the superheroes we're calling the champions will not be available to even uh, get out of the packs. You'll have to create them through the burn mechanic, and uh, that all the elements that you need to put together there are going to be exactly how it functions in the storyline. Uh, that that sounds pretty exciting, and uh, we look forward to that project dropping and. Definitely follow what is it at Meta Metaforce Comic or just at Metaforce? It's a uh, Metaforce Comics. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, without uh, don't want to leave out. You know, we got T Davis is doing the website work and a lot of the front end stuff, and uh, Left House is in his evil laboratory uh, cooking up some crazy pack opening sequences. So get ready for that when you open those packs. You're gonna have some Left House in your face there. And, you know, my, my good buddy, ADK Original, is just ripping out some absolutely insane art. And the uh, the way that our rarities are going to work, I think, are going to be pretty unique as well. Uh, very cool. That's very super, cool. Super excited. So, uh, you know, finally finally ready to launch. So, yeah. You got, you got everything under control over there, TML? The chicken farm wrangled up? Oh, my God, dude. He... He destroyed a whole bag of garbage. I just like cleaned out the fridge with like switching out some old leftovers. That jerk just <laughs> oh, and it's, which means like the whole night's room because that means he's gonna be up just shitting everywhere. Like it, you're gonna think Olestra was in my house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that that will be the next question. Which which episode did uh, TML make a live? Yes, Lee. I mean, like, he came in and you bashed his name right from the get-go in the pre-show, and then you get on air and just tell everybody he gives you diarrhea. Well, I didn't say he gave I was just saying his name sounds like the thing that, I was like, it sounds like an oily diarrhea. Anyway, Elestra, we love you. Please come back. That or d- not, honestly. That no. didn't sound genuine. I mean, honestly, like... I, I think he just dropped. I, I would be shocked if he was so – like, how are you going to listen to this podcast and then be – honestly, you should feel honored because, like, how many people show up and I just don't even mention them? Like, <laughs> like Amazo. You, like, that sounds like the name of a pedo clown. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> kids, don't get in a van with Amazo. Like, he doesn't have candy. It's a lie. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. No? <laughs> Just me? You, you, you see, people in the chat even say you definitely made them drop, but it was the entertainment, and it was worth it. But it was it. worth it? You guys are the worst. That's like, you know what, I'm just not going to go there, because it was going to get worse. It was going to go down very quickly. 
It's just like when you're at the zoo and they tell you don't feed the am- animal, you don't encourage TML. You just don't encourage them because it just kind of goes down. Yeah, don't. You guys are, don't encourage. You definitely made them drop, but it was worth the entertainment. Like, that's a bad, that's not good community building. Not at all. Like, just know, like, if I, if I take the time out to make fun of you, it's because it's funny. TML had a traumatizing childhood, so the only way he knows to make friends is to make fun of you. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm I'm stuck in a very sixth grade mentality. Like, I'm gonna if I pull your hair and push you on the on the sandbox, like he's gonna make out with you. uh, I like you. We're gonna we're gonna lick tongues later. (laughs) So that's how it's that's how it's done, right? Maybe that's why I don't have any kids. I don't think I'm doing it right. Lick tongues, Amazon. <laughs> tongues. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, uh, this show's digress. Now, one of the points I did want to talk about. Can that be the name of this episode? Licking tongues? I, I was going to go for the uh, marketing aspect of it is Upex a cryptocurrency or not. So I, I was looking to get that catchy title there, but mm. licking tongues might be. I feel like if somebody like was like, Ooh, this is a serious conversation and then turned into this episode, like you could do live intro licking tongues, cryptocurrency question mark. Like then it like you, you got the whole thing. Yeah. Licking glass, yeah, licking windows. We're licking windows, window absolutely. Ah, ah, ah. Licking, <laughs> licking crypto. I think Ryan might have it. Let's call it licking crypto. <laughs> there we go, licking crypto. And here, here's the most amazing thing is I do see in a chat, a lot of people always talk about the whales and the advantage that we have, but all of us in Upland right now have a massive advantage on where it's going i mean you are in the ground floor you're going to one day be able to sell your five dollar san francisco property for 25 dollars 50 dollars there's going to be oh, top yeah. shop moments in upland i mean a crypto kitties parcel sold for ten thousand. that person's probably still scratching their head like why'd i buy that yeah and i mean the the thing about san francisco is i think that that floor especially once it sells out is going to rise very quick. I was bullish. Saying, I was like, yeah, 10 grand, like we got 20, 25 grand, you know, a, a property. I got to find I mean, it. What? Somebody pointed out um, that in one of the episodes you were talking about a very cheap floor for San Francisco. And we went past that already. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're at like six or seven already, and it's not sold out. So while you're looking that up, I'm going to – I know some people joined in. Um, I was touting – you know, we we had started the sunset sellout last week and, again, took absolute storm. I do not expect this to sell out nearly as quick. Don't go out and – and drop 40 grand on this, please. I mean, you can, if you want, if you feel it, but like, you know, here's, here's my next area that I I'm going to probably focus on um, quite a bit. Golden gate Heights 
hashtag GGS. Spread the love. I think it's super cool. Um, I like the the name being tied to kind of the, the Golden Gates being uh, San Francisco. There seems to be a good amount of properties there. Um, and I think it's fairly cheap. Let me see here. I think like 10 grand or less uh, for the properties, like it's the floor. So about, you know, 10,000 a property. There's some cool things like, honestly, I would go buy Funstone Avenue. Like that's legit. There's a bunch. Like there's some interesting street names. And then you got some of the numbers, 10th, 11th, 17th, et cetera. I'm trying to uh, say for my decor shop down payment and well, you're just fine. killing you can me miss out on this you can miss out on this amazing opportunity no that's fine that's fine I, no. mean, I don't care but yeah i think so the next one i think we'll push for golden gate heights sell out i mean the plan overall is to just sell out san francisco i would honestly for you if if you're the other things i would look for are neighborhoods that have less than like 20 properties left I personally have been going to make sure that I have at least three. I know that that's not reasonable for most people, but like go find a neighborhood. If you think it's going to be hot, make sure you have a couple properties there. Um, because if the community collections hit, you want to make sure that uh, you own that. But yeah, I think Golden Gate Heights, like that's the TML recommendation of the week. I like it. Yeah, I'm going to go buy some more. I mean, there's cool. It's like the Golden Gate Heights Park. Um, always, like, try to buy around. And that's I'll give a couple more of my inside tips. Like, um, And I'm looking at the map right now. There's still the, – now, there's not a property on Golden Gate Heights Park right now, which is interesting. Will there be one there later? Maybe, maybe not. I know that they're going to be coming out with, uh, like, event spaces, I think is what they're going to call it or something. Um for like these shared spaces that are gonna gonna have events on them. Yeah. But I always try to buy around like parks. Um, the other thing, okay, this is if you haven't listened to any part of this podcast, I'm gonna give you something that I have only told a handful of people about that I think is absolutely a winning play. Cars, right? Cars are gonna come out eventually. Racing is gonna come out eventually. They've already mentioned that. So if I were you, I would look for places that racetracks could be put in Upland and start buying property around that. Um, the place that I started buying up heavily when I, when I was thinking about it was Sunset Boulevard, which honestly uh, came after the Sunset sellout because I was like, oh, man, the Sunset Boulevard goes right through it. Like there are some really interesting, you know, anywhere there's like – an extra wide street. If it's property to property, you can't really put a track there. So like look for like wider spaces or interesting shapes. I don't know. That's again, hundred percent speculation, but that's, I, I like to try and be honest with my, you know, how I'm buying property. Cause I, I think it gives insights to other people. And if you want to take my advice, then good on you. And if it pays off, cool. Remember me and uh, let's <laughs> do some deals, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh that's an interesting thought there on the straight or racetrack cuz you know, you can think of the straightaways for some drag racing, but also you can look at some intricate 
street circuits. So I'm very interested to see how racing comes out. But yeah, there's definitely speculative uh, properties to buy there for um, drag racing. Yeah, I was definitely, I was thinking drag racing like that to me, you know, drag racing down Sunset Strip. Like I want to make that happen. Like that would be super cool. Sunset Boulevard, just like that would be fun. Um, It's a big open wide strip. Um, starts down in Lakeshore, goes all the way up and hits uh, the Golden Gate Park. Um, it's a great stretch right through Sunset. And, and here's one of the things I do want to touch on too with, uh, you know, we were talking about, hey, uh, let's raise the fiat limits. Why is it only capped at 10 grand right now? Why, why can't it be higher? But what we, what you're also going to see as they continue to raise the cap as they work with Tilla to increase the amount that you can sell out is you're going to see highs and lows in the market, just like anything else. These properties with property development and original cities and the more that are going to open up, you're going to see the ebb and flow of it where you're going to see huge sales and then everything's going to dry up for weeks. And you just got to hang in there. You don't want to have the paper hands. You want to have the strong diamond hands because we got in early and uh, you're definitely going to be in a good position. Everybody's not going to be an uplander millionaire, but you're going to have fun with this and you're going to develop in the community and have a great time. Yeah. Don't, don't sell yourself short. And this is, you know, we saw this happen with New York. We'll see it happen with the next expansion of cities. Don't go selling your properties lower than they should just because you need to get liquid for the next city. Um, there is some, I shouldn't say that because there is some validity to it. Um, but definitely don't sell things like collections, um, like to, you know, at a, at a low, low cost to try and make it. If you have some extra property sitting around, that's actually not a bad deal. If you can still make a profit, um, uh, because if things were selling at two X before, and then the announcement comes and everyone floods the market, like don't sell yourself short and only get 20% bump when you really should be getting 2x you have to and i'm gonna i need to start actually like putting down some of these numbers so that way people can see when you pay a markup on a property especially non-collection like if you're interested in gaining monthly dividends because right now that's your primary source of funds outside of just direct sales like what does that do and if you are looking at secondary sales well if you buy something at 2x how much do you need to sell it to really make a profit versus if you had just paid mint for a basic property? Like there's a lot of things that go into that. And so hopefully we'll get some more number breakdowns um, in the, in the upcoming weeks on that kind of stuff. Yeah, that will be definitely something that people will want to hear and we need to get to the people. Um, Yeah. And don't get me wrong. So people are already posting like, Oh, I bought some stuff. Buying stuff as a markup is, you know, absolutely part of the game. I just bought uh, two properties off of Kent because I wanted them and I, I won't be mean to Kent, but he had two properties in an area that were marked up significantly. They were kind of, he kind of rubbed my nose in the pricing at being one, 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 one for one address properties. But that's what and you I mark bought. yours at. Yeah, but mine was literally, okay, so the story why I marked mine, and I've been trying to take mine off the market because people are buying them now, and it's kind of pissing me off because I don't want to sell them. But back in the day, like, 
and even now it's hard to like see all your properties. So back in the day when there wasn't a ton of properties for sale, I marked all of my one properties at one, 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 one. So I could easily go and search the market and find all my one property so I could see my collection. That's the only reason I did that. It was just a unique number that I could find on the market easy and I could scroll through my one properties. That was it. It had nothing to do with anything more or less than that. And now people are buying them because I can't find them on the damn market to take them off because now they're not a bad price. It's just it's a whole damn thing now. That's what happens when you have over a thousand properties for sale on a property trading game that doesn't have good property management tools to its users. Yeah. So there's a lot of deals out there. Like that's the other thing, honestly, like go, I mean, DJ shorts, grab some ones. Uh, <laughs> like there's going to be whales that come in and snatch that stuff up that you're like, Oof, yeah, man, I, I, I wish I wouldn't have priced it like that today. I, I priced it like that six months ago. I didn't know we were going to be here. Now I can't take them off. My things are selling for 7500 They should be selling for ten grand. Like, come on. You're killing me. I got to pull my Alamo squares off. I'm worried about those popping off for too cheap now. Right? Like, it's crazy. Like, again, six, eight months ago, you think about selling a property for a hundred grand. You're like, oh, that would be fun. Now it's like, dude, a hundred grand is nothing to some of these guys. Like, no, uh, this property is worth more than that now. Like, it's crazy. And and that's the hard thing is just trying to manage. You don't even have a tool to manage your properties for sale. You just can't say my properties for sale. There's no filter. There's nothing. And I know it's a growing community and they're trying to do a lot of stuff, but damn hook Dude, people you know, up. But like, that's the thing I'm going to start using UpX world. I just realized like I, I'd probably be better off going to UpX world and search. Oh, all right. Cut this part out because I don't want a bunch of people going and searching <laughs> my properties for UpX world. Everybody world. go check out UpX world and look at the oh, deals like, that you can like and TML's like, property. Now I'm like, crap i'm like i'm logging in now like i gotta go get my properties start taking them down um that's actually exactly how you do that uh yeah (laughs) all right um you got anything else you want uh we've touched on a lot of stuff tonight and uh once again another great episode gives uh content you can't call it a great episode it's your show you hillbilly it's it's not your decision to say it's a great episode. We get feedback. It's great. It's it's above. It's hold on, hold it, on, wait, 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 it's wait, 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 above. Hold on, hold on, we have live people here. It's above they, mediocre. No, no, no. They get to okay. People in chat write how you felt this show went, and then we'll say then then we can tell. Ryan six hundred says great episode. Jim Juice says it's fun. Ryan 600, I'm assuming that's Amazo the pedo clown. Uh, downhill at the crypto converse convo. F yourself, Dizzy. Mars says pure gold. Uh, rated R. Okay, see? Now you have some data to back your nonsense. No nonsense. I got data to back it. Great episode. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Look at that. I've been telling you from day one. Stop bashing people. The show is good, but toned down. Oh, sorry, Amazo. How's the dog? The dog is dead. I don't know. I locked him in the bedroom with with my lady. Like, 
he's he ate a whole bag of garbage. He's a tiny dog. He's probably <laughs> dead. And we'll post in Discord the updates of TML's dog's health in the morning. Yeah. So you lock your lady in the bed. Yeah. What do you do with them? <laughs> Marv's actually interacts with uh, Venus. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. All right. So actually, <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. Okay. Yes. The chat has really spiraled downhill right now, but definitely upx.world is the place that we go to get our data. Some of the data provided is exclusive to the upx podcast, and we have our own little uh, dashboard for that. So definitely thank you, hackers, stirs. TML for providing that f- taken over from Daily Uplander. Rest in peace. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming up here. Next week, we're going to have the guys from the Bad Crypto Podcast on once again. We have the week before release. Uh, April 6th is the attentive release for the new cards for Blockchain Heroes and Upland collaboration dropping. So they'll be on next week. Um, what else do you got for everybody? TML. Um, check out rare pizzas. Honestly, like, so they were on the, the podcast last week. Um, a lot of really good people involved with the project. I, I try, I'm trying to be involved in it. It's pretty cool. Um, clubhouse. I would love to get, um, I want to get some stuff started. If anyone knows, if anyone does clubhouse, check me out on clubhouse. Um, B, B.com. Get it. Get it. Get that B. Referral code. Thank me later. Or too stupid to win. Whatever. I've had Roll people. Yeah. I, it's gone both ways. They're like, uh, thank me later. I want you to have it before too stupid. And I've got the, I want you to have it before thank me later. So it's fun. Fun competition. It's like, you know, you drive up to Starbucks and they have the little like voting things for the tip to like, just like get tips. And you're like, which is your favorite superhero? Spider-Man or Jenna Jameson? And you're like, is my woman watching Jenna Jameson? Anyway, um, <laughs> so, so my mom has been mining B for a month now. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's fun. It's I mean, it's nothing. All you do is press a button every day. Absolutely. But, but B E B like the bees B E E dot com. Yeah, it's silly, and but yeah. it's actual cryptocurrency. Dun dun dun. Full circle. We brought it back to cryptocurrency. There you go. <laughs> Why'd you whip that up in the picture for Woo, that? I don't know. <laughs> Bung. There you go. Jim Juice just passed the thought. Jim Juice on your team? Yeah, Jim Juice is on my team. Of course he is. Of course. All right. Nice. Jim Congratulations Juice. there, Jim TML. Juice. Outstanding. So Wait, wait. Actually, wait. Did Jim Juice, were you the one that recommended it to me? <laughs> Are you on his team? Yeah, so I'm actually on his team. There you go. All yeah. right. Absolutely, so I stole though. It from Jim Juice. Make sure you like, subscribe, leave reviews on Apple. There's a lot of you listening. New listeners, yeah, sometimes we digress like this, but got a lot of great information here. Definitely you want to join the live shows so you can get the pregame and the after party. Uh, always a great time. And we'll definitely hit us up on Discord in the DMs. Uh, Thank me later likes very inappropriate DMs. So send everything you can think of. But he did turn off his not suitable for work filter. So you can't send him any dirty stuff. So 
it is what it is. And until next week, we'll talk to you, everybody, and have a great week. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in Opix.